Good afternoon. Australians recently have been very concerned about the subtle hints at Marxism in mid-20th century literature. I'm your host, and you're listening to the show where we suck life from your favourite books. Today we'll be talking about John Steinbeck's novella, The Pearl. To better understand this phenomenon, we'll talk with Rin, who is an expert in writing too many words for their essays. Tell us more about The Pearl. Well, The Pearl was published by Steinbeck in 1947. Kino, the man of the family, his wife Juana and their infant Coyotito are one of many proletariat families living in La Paz. That's in Mexico for everyone else that never did geography. When Coyotito gets bitten by a scorpion and the doctor refuses service because the family is poor, it sends Kino into a desperate frenzy to find a pearl. Interesting. Does he find one? He does, a huge pearl. Little did he know, though, the pearl would bring him more misfortune than it was worth. That's terrible to hear. What happened? I can't tell you in front of all these people. That'll ruin the whole book. Guess I'll just have to read it then. Now, are there any key themes throughout the novella? There's plenty, but I managed to narrow my list down to only three to keep us under time. The first is greed becoming a destructive force, where Kino goes from a caring husband and father to a criminal obsessed with his pearl and the escape and freedom he believes it will bring. The second is the entire theme of Marxism, with the Burgeois, Doctor and the proletariat citizens. Finally, there's the motif and theme of animals and their relation to the indigenous people of La Paz in the eyes of the Burgeois. Sounds like there's a lot going on between the lines. Tell us about the first theme. Greed. No one wants to allow themselves to be greedy, but if you get a pearl worth enough to escape poverty, you're not going to let anyone take it away, and at the same time, you'll want as much money as you can get for it. This pearl manifests wealth and money in Kino's eyes. It's his family's liberation from their current life. Kino dreams of a rifle and being married in the church and Coyotito learning to read so that he doesn't have to go through the same life as Kino. This greed is demonstrated by every party directly involved with the pearl. It takes on such a significant symbolic value to each different party. The pearl buyers trying to make as big a profit as they can, the doctor and others trying to steal the pearl, and Kino leaving town to sell the pearl for what it's worth. Kino has many dreams and speculations about what the pearl will bring, but he knows it will free his family from poverty. Steinbeck intends for the readers to understand that sudden wealth will make a poor man greedy for more through these occurrences. And what about the Marxist ideology? That ties in closely with the last point. Marxism is all about a constant class struggle where as soon as one fight ends, another begins. The ruling class also makes up majority of the population. Both these key points of Marxism are focused on in the Pearl, with the city of plaster and stone juxtaposed against the coastal indigenous town, and Kino's constant troubles since he discovers his Pearl. The attempted thieves, the attempted murder, the Pearl buyers trying to rip him off, the hole in his canoe, the trackers are just some of the struggles Kino goes through since he discovers the Pearl. The whole novella is about Marxism, really. The doctor and the priest represent the ruling class, and Kino's family represents the working class. The novella is written in a way to expose the struggles of being in the working class. Everything good is just out of reach, and when you think you're getting close to securing your future, it'll get snatched away from you and you have to start again. I see. You mentioned animals earlier. How is that important? The animals create a sort of zoomorphic motif or inception. At the start of the novella, Kino watched the ants with the detachment of a god, had no time for the goat or skinny, timid dog that approached him. 
He sees the animals as not worthwhile, not something that needs attention. However, the goat and dog have probably come to him in need of food, and he discards their needs. It's much the same as when Coyotito gets bitten by the scorpion and the family approaches the doctor, but the doctor turns them away. They cannot provide anything of value, so he doesn't care. The dog and goat and ants cannot provide anything of value to Kino, so he doesn't care. Then there was also an instance at the end of the novella where a similar metaphor occurred. Kino and his family were heading towards town and being followed by trackers. They were hiding when Kino had plans to steal the rifle, but when Coyotito whines, it alerts the trackers of their presence. However, the trackers couldn't distinguish between Coyotito and the call of a coyote pup. They don't even sound alike. I know. The fact that the trackers genuinely couldn't tell the difference indicates that they see the indigenous as animals, not human, and therefore can be treated however they want to. So, any concluding words? We're almost out of time here. Well, Marxism was very prominent throughout this novella. There was the lack of distinction between the working class and animals, there was the extent that greed can affect and change a person, and there was the not-so-subtle references to Marxism throughout the whole novella. The main intention for readers is to understand that greed can destroy a person, and in a Marxist society where the working class have nothing, greed can be a very easy thing to grow.